Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner featuring Jack and Andre. <laughs> FBI Radio. That's right. It's that time of a Monday morning where we talk all things film, cinema, and movies. Mm. Jack and Andre, welcome to the FBI Hi. Studios. We were just talking, Ooh, we were just K-holing a little bit, talking we about... K-holing about Kubrick. <laughs> K-holing yes. about Kubrick. It seems to be uh, an all-consuming thing in my life at the moment, but mm. we should talk about what's happening now, not what happened years and years ago, because it's movies, movies, movies. It's exciting, it's mm. fresh. Well, we are doing a special remake episode. That's ah, true. okay. So, can't so it's wait a little to... bit of a throwback vibe. I think there's a throwback vibe, like a scary nostalgia. Attitude. Uh, Jack always throws back to Eyes Wide Shot, one of your favourite movies, which you I like. always throw back to mid-90s. Okay. Okay. We're going to go there. <laughs> Journey Hill, 1999. Catch me outside and have a conversation about this, Jack. Here. <laughs> you guys are chatting with Jamie Lee Curtis, and we've been asking, what should the film lords Jack and Andre ask the Freaky Friday star when she comes in for an interview on 0409-945-945? Someone saying, cue for Jamie Lee is, for those who haven't seen your parents' work, which two movies, one mum, one dad, should they start with? That's from Stephen. Stephen, mm. I am very pleased to say that because you are a supporter of FBI Radio, we have a pass, a oh, double pass yeah, for it. you. Tell, tell everyone what they can win by texting in questions for Jamie. You can wow. win tickets to Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot by one of our like famous dire- favourite directors, Gus mm. Van Sant. Mm-hmm. Or you can just win a ticket to Timothy Chalamet. On meth. <laughs> on meth. Don't ask what it's about. We just have a ticket to his new movie. It's coming out it's soon. It's called Timothy Chalamet on meth. But we do have a lot of passes to Gus Van Sant's new film that we want to give away. And to get you guys thinking about what we should ask Jamie Lee Curtis, I actually asked my mum what I should ask Jamie Lee. And she said, just ask Jamie Lee if her Fridays are still freaky. <laughs> that is a good question. It's a great question. But what also, do you think she'll say to that? <laughs> I think she'll say, I was on that movie for two weeks, give me a break. <laughs> I didn't get the Golden Globe, leave me alone. She'll probably also say, I'm married to Christopher Guest. Yes, they are freaky. Ooh, they're freaky. Now, I didn't really know who Jamie Lee Curtis was until I Googled and then, of course, Freaky Friday come up. What else has Jamie Lee Curtis been in? She, Every single Halloween. Uh, Halloween H2O, just tap water. She's most famous for Halloween. She was in the Ridge Halloween. She is the Laurie Strode of Halloween. And she was also in Scream Queens, which was a TV show with Ariana Grande. She was in True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger, which does not stand up if you go back and have a look. But check out like that question is important because her mum I actually forgot who her dad is I'm so sorry if you're listening to this and you know exactly who it is but her mum is her Janet dad? Le- her dad who's her dad oh, I've forgotten I her mum is Janet Lee Tony who Curtis was- oh Tony Curtis oh my mm. god some like it hot so Janet Lee uh, was her mum and Tony Curtis was her dad and Janet Lee was the original shower scene um, woman in Psycho yeah so she's like really been <laughs> in like a <laughs> lineage of scream queens and she's also done this. She did it in Scream Queens. She did the shower scene herself. Well, it's time to get across what's been making headlines. <laughs> Trying to get your attention here, Jack. In the Sorry. film world. Um, let's see what's been making news this week. Movie news. Nicole Kidman has a gun, everyone, and she looks like the zombie from Hocus Pocus in her new film, Destroyer, which has been a few years in the making. It has with it a lot of personal history from the director, whose name I've forgotten. Jack Karen Humphrey. Kusama. Karen Kusama. Who did Jennifer's Body. And then who couldn't find work for years afterwards in Hollywood because she... Was probably labelled difficult, like she, every single other woman exactly, working in Hollywood. She fell in that horrible, horrible pit of just a discrimination against women, calling them difficult, uh, labelling them with all these nasty 
she names to and make sure they don't get work. And this film looks like it's about a difficult woman. Oh, I'm big so time. excited for this movie. I am convinced, as you posted on my Facebook. To give you a bit of a snapshot, it looks like Nicole Kidman is just going to be shooting down bad guys and just bringing justice. And wearing lots of sort of uh, Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean eye makeup. Um, Jason Blum, on the other house of Blumhouse, stumbled on his words this week when talking about female filmmakers, saying that there just isn't anyone with a resume to do any of their films, which mm. is ludicrous because his films are all about taking like unconventional filmmakers and giving them small budgets to make huge films, like giving mm. backstory, um, backstory. Jordan, yeah. Jordan, Jason, Jason Blum, Blum runs is famous for Blumhouse, which made Get Out, directed by Jordan, recently Peele, Sharp Objects, Paranormal, the Paranormal Activity, Activity movies, like yeah. squeezing small budgets into huge budgets. He just made the Halloween, which we're about to review. A Pitcher Pong, one of Jack and I's favourite cinematic heroes has released a short film called Blue and it's stunning. Everyone should go watch it. It's coming in between his next film which is bound to come out who knows when and it's available online. It's called Blue. Check it out. Picture Pong. Where is it cool? And uh, my mum who lives in Adelaide. I'm from Adelaide. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is movie news, by the way, this everyone. Is, this is movie news that my mum lives in Adelaide. Uh, she she managed to see the Australian premiere of The Nightingale, which is Jennifer Kent, who directed The Babadook's new movie. And do you mind if I ask, Jason Blum asked Jennifer Kent, who made The Babadook, to make a movie for Blumhouse. And she was like, fuck off. And he was like, we don't understand. We we keep asking these female directors to make movies like Jennifer Kent. And she they keep rejecting us. And it's like... Do better work. Work harder. Anyway. On that note, this movie looks insane. I really, really can't wait to see it. It, it probably won't come out till January, so this is like a very, very, very upfront preview. <laughs> it's an and early review. This is an early review from Alison James of Adelaide, of AKA The Nightingale. Jack's which is, mum. AKA my mum. <laughs> On The Nightingale. Well, Jack, darling, you've topped it tonight. That was absolutely the most... The Nightingale, to me, this is my breakdown of it, I'd have to say it's the most confronting, raw, beautiful, amazing movie, Australian movie I think I've ever seen. I think it's just brilliantly cast. It's so socially and historically important at the moment and it's just so timely. It's just amazingly written. It's, um, it's, I can barely speak because it's taken me an hour and a half to get, my, get it together. Um, but I, at the same time, I think it's like, I think it's like lit this fire in my belly again just to take on the bullies. Um, but I just, in heaven, they're everywhere um, in this, I can't tell you. But listen, just don't plan a party after it. You just, you want, physically and mentally, you just won't be able to do much after seeing this one. But, um, and I think all, all Australian kids should see it. And, and I, and look, Dales, I didn't, uh, didn't embarrass myself, but I did have to give Jennifer Kent, the director, a hug when she came to the after party because um, really she just damn well deserves it. So does the whole the whole lot of them. Um, so uh, yeah, incredible movie. So yes, get along and see it, girls. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> That's Jack's mum who went and saw The Nightingale. Same director as The Babadook, is that right? Yeah. She loved it. I mean, whenever I send my mum to see something a little bit mm, edgier than the mainstream, she always comes back with, 
oh, it gave you lots to think about, didn't it? You know, that's her sort of, I don't know what to say about that reaction, but it sounds like your mum's just as much of a film lord as you are. Oh, she absolutely is, and she was shook by this film. She's, I'm so excited for everyone to see The Nightingale. Mm. Well, we're going to go to a track now by A Fear when we return reviews, two reviews to be uh, precise, the new um, Halloween. Yep. Is that and, and of course, A Star Is Born, which you have all been waiting for to hear what Jack and I have to say about it. And everyone's been talking about it. Oh God, this is Keep Your Name, a Dirty Projectors cover. This is Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings. Two reviews. One review. And then, and then another review. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two Here on Movies, 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 we like to review things. Two things. Two things. And which film lord will be going first for two reviews? I'll be going first on for a musical movie <laughs> called A Star Is Born. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The now, review we've all been waiting for. I have to preface this with that Jack and I have spent a lot of time ex- explaining and discussing this movie to each other and... Wondering why they did this to us. Wondering why they did this to us. And here's what I've come up with. A Star Is Born lands rehashed from three sequels, rejects by J-Lo and Beyonce after some 84 years of dry humps by... Hungover, Bradley Cooper as director with a couple of story updates. Gaga stars in the lead role as Ali, did you hear that? In what comes off as a pretty weak outlet for her raw talent. A Star Is Born feels like a loss for everything she's fought for. It says that she should play by the rules despite her stake in zero fucks given art. Because she's famous for breaking rules, but here she's kind of bound to this rockaholic, naively made, jingoistic American blockbuster, basically two and a half hours of a cold, predictable fart. And meanwhile, Bradley Cooper, as the director, wants to be Cassavetes, he wants to be Gina Rowlands, and he wants to be David O. Russell all at the same time. And in doing so, he kind of forgets to have a single original idea of his own. (laughs) Gaga is such a trailblazing icon, undeserving of this career damage, this art flop. She deserves monumental acting glory, not a mere perfect illusion that she should act for Oscars. Make Gaga great again. Which brings me to my follow-up question, Jack. Why didn't Lana Del Rey just star in this? She Absolutely. could have done she this. She could have done it. Honestly, even Adele could have starred in this. Even so. Miley Cyrus, even though she's notoriously... I think Noah Cyrus. Noah... Oh, my God, Jack. I mean, okay. it, just, it only I makes give up. sense I quit. for Noah Cyrus to be in this. So. Oh, my gosh, Jack. You are so boy with and this. If, and Lil Peep. And Little Peep? Rest in peace. Okay, now you lost me there. It could have been the story <laughs> of Little Peep. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I've heard it has a great soundtrack, A Star Is Born. Why did you do that, do that, do that, do that, do that to me? It has a great soundtrack if you're into bad music. There, it I said. <laughs> this movie sucks. fucking sucks. This movie sucks. I hate this movie so much. I'm Jack hated so it. sorry for the people who love it. Honestly, if you can find a way to love this movie, I feel, I'm so happy for you. But and this movie is like walking back in time into some sick, twisted world in which pop music doesn't mean anything. And I just don't want to live in that world. And speaking of conspiracies, which we were doing before, this is a movie about Gaga falling in love with Bradley Cooper, who's an alcoholic struggling with addiction and his fall from grace from stardom. Funnily enough, I feel like this is him trying to rewrite his past hangover movies. Jack, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, this is exactly just him trying to justify his hangovers. Honestly, yeah. Bradley Cooper has written this film for himself and sucked all of the energy out of Gaga, who's amazing, but doesn't get to talk to a single other woman in this film mm. and only gets to talk about her relationships and her career, of which she has no control or agency. Her yeah. manager and Bradley do everything for her. It's so boring. I know. It's like, why can't she just be Charlize Theron like we all want her to, okay? <laughs> Give her Charlize Theron roles. Yeah, why? Give her a Charlize. Give her Isabella Lupin. Roles make Gaga Isabella Pair again. Exactly. A star is born in a word, Jack oh. and Andre. A star is a dead one star. Cold fart. 
<laughs> okay, let's continue two reviews now with the other movie we've been talking about a lot lately, mm. Halloween. Which has also kind of risen from the dead. Halloween is this like robust remake, remake that's updated in a way that's way more times up than Make a Star is Born Great Again. Time is up for Michael Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis's eyes after 40 years of galvanising PTSD from the first movie. No one believes her, but like a hero for the Dr. Blasey Ford era, she doesn't even care while her daughter resents her completely after being raised as, like, this child soldier. Jamie Lee Curtis has made her house into this fortress, and when the huge Weinstein-y boogeyman Michael Myers breaks free from a spooky asylum and starts killing kids and babysitters and podcasts again in roving steadicamp shots, she's kind of ready. Halloween isn't as weird as it could have been or I wanted it to be, but it is scary and skull-crushingly brutal. It's Wonder Woman murdertainment and the boyhood aspect of seeing 60-year-old Jamie Lee Curtis in a role she originally played when she was 19 is psycho, especially think about how her mother, Janet Leigh, got murdered in the shower scene in the original Psycho. Ange, where would you rank this David Gordon Green film amongst George Washington, Your Highness, and Pineapple Express? Well, now that you've clarified to me who David Gordon Green is, I mean, and I'm, I'm a huge Pineapple Express kind of person, so I would probably rank this... As quite far from Pineapple Express because I did not love this movie that much. I thought it was a bit predictable. Yeah. And it's always hard, I think, when you're watching a movie that everyone's hyped a bunch and then you come into it and you don't, you want to have your own objective opinion, but you know that everyone's having a hoot of a time. But this just did not do it for me. I felt like it was. Not just... to be like the mum in, like the conservative mum in Freaky Friday, but I think Pineapple Express kind of sucked and I loved this movie. Mm, like, mm-hmm. is that. Is that square of me to say? I thought Pineapple Express had so much promise from like the MIA trailer, and this I, movie actually delivered, and I had so much fun in this Halloween. I, I think you're confusing Pineapple Express with the uh, This Is The End. I actually <laughs> way prefer the, the, when they do Pineapple Express 2 in This Is The End. Which is true as well. actual Pineapple oh, Express. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. No, fully, fully, fully. And just while we're comparing this to that, how does this? How does Halloween rank to Freaky Friday in scariness <laughs> oh, level? Let's just cross in this movie. <laughs> let's just compare Halloween to every single family comedy. We actually re-watched Freaky Friday last night, and like, apart from the really questionable cultural appropriation in it, it's so good still. It's so good. It's, it's clean. So good. It's a like Jamie tough Curtis movie. Is tough. She's tough. It's such and a hot, like, strong movie. Her and Chad Michael Murray flirting and blushing at each other, like, really is like one of the few, like, has more chemistry than all of a star is born. Let's so maybe we can ask Jamie Lee Curtis when you interview her this week mm-hmm. what it was like flirting on with screen. Chad Michael Murray. <gasps> flirting with Michael Myers. <laughs> she wouldn't do that. <laughs> and if you have a question you'd like to hear Jamie Lee Curtis answer, Jack and Andre can ask on behalf of you. Just text into 0409 We have double passes to give away for anyone who texts in who's a supporter. You can ask a silly question, a serious question, maybe something... A deep. freaky question. A freaky. Are you into masks? Yeah. 0409 What should Jack and Andre ask? Jamie Lee Curtis. Win a double pass to Don't Worry. He won't get far on foot at any cinema of your choosing, except for, I think, like... Super Deluxe Gold Max or whatever, but that's okay. <laughs> Super Deluxe, Deluxe State Theatre, Sydney Opera House, <laughs> projected on the sales. Um, up next, we're going to announce the winners for that one and, um, yeah, talk a little bit more about Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. Let's go to a track now from Red Eyes featuring Milano Constantine. If you want to check out two reviews again, you can on Instagram at movies underscore movies underscore movies underscore to read back over the reviews of Halloween. And a star is born. Sydney Spotlight. We're running out of time here on Movies, Movies, Movies for you to get your texts in on 0409 945 945. What should Jack and Andre 
Ask, Jamie Lee Curtis, mm-hmm. star of Freaky Friday. <laughs> Don't want to go up, I want to get up. Hey, take me away. I want to shout out, take me away, away, away. You got to grab the mic, Jack. Grab the mic. <laughs> away, away, away. away. Shout out with the, with the side eye. <laughs> do you remember the Rolling Stones? Yeah. Just do Keith. Just Keith. do Keith. Richards. Not the behaviour, just the moves. For those who don't know, that I don't was, know why she's British all of a sudden. That was Jamie Lee Curtis, for those who don't know, from Freaky Friday. We've kind of realised that that's our favourite Jamie Lee Curtis mm-hmm. film, although she is in town for the premiere of Halloween. Mm, that's right, that's right. And Jack and I are going to be interviewing her and talking about only things that are movies, as the publicist has specified to us. So we want to find some material to throw at her. So far, all we have is, are your Fridays still freaky? And also, how's Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> and also, my mum wanted to know, did you hang out with Hillary and have a girls' night in? Hang out with Hillary. Oh, my God. What's your favourite podcast? <laughs> What's your favourite Christopher Guest movie? Her husband did Best in Show and oh. Drop Dead Gorgeous and all these, like, amazing mockumentary comedies. Have you seen Legally Blonde? Have you seen Jennifer Coolidge recently? Do you guys hang out? <laughs> Do you ever listen to this song? <laughs> still going in the background. <laughs> um, on 0409 945 945, you've got a little bit of time left to win double passes, so don't worry, he won't get far on foot. So far on the text line, we have, how does it feel to be returning to the Halloween franchise again? Ooh. Cienzo, you say, is there a director you've always wanted to work with? Mm, interesting. Can't so, um, answer that for her. I think that, honestly, if she had to work with any director, though, it would not be Bradley Cooper <laughs> because after <laughs> A Star Is Born, it's safe to say that he sucks. He's gonna have so many. He's gonna have so many films. He'll probably do remake right. First Man next. Oh, he's actually remaking Halloween. It's gonna be called Halloween. <laughs> Another one here on 0409 945. 945. Has it been more difficult to find roles as you got older, because all because you established a presence when you were young? Was that not a problem for you? Funny story because she talks very openly about how she's hitting hitting 60 and she's she's like the lead of a, of a franchise. And she yeah. talks about how no one's going to hire me in a new franchise. No one's going to hire Jim Lee Curtis to start up she's, a new horror series. She's just like, I've spent she's, more time not working than I have working. And she also talks about the original Halloween not making her a star. She did the original Halloween and then she went to do, she, like no one would hire her. And the next role she did was like on an episode of The Love Boat with her mum and she played like her daughter in like pigtails and a bikini and like had no lines. Well, we're yeah. going to be hearing from the woman herself mm-hmm. next week after you interview her on Movies, Movies, Movies. Maybe you'll hear your question thrown in the mix. Everyone who texts in who's a supporter, you've won a double pass mm. to go and see Don't Worry. He won't get far on foot. Amazing. It's so good. Just go see it anyway. It's delicious. <laughs> be in touch with more details. That was Movies, Movies, Movies for this week. See you guys next week. This is Much Too Touch <gasps> yes. by Planning to Rock. You're listening to Mornings on FBI Radio. Great exit. Bye, guys. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.